I'm Ryan. I'm Braxton. I thought I was supposed to go second. I'm Christian. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> and welcome to the question and the least specific podcast. You were supposed to go second. Because it's all we, good though. We discussed this for multiple minutes. I know, but I jumped the gun. I got yeah. scared. Force of habit. <clears throat> yeah, force of habit. What's up, guys? And welcome back to the question at hand, where it is our two-year anniversary. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Two years has flown by. It does not feel like we've been doing this podcast for two years, if I'm being honest. Um, Feels and- like five. No, no, I'm just no it really doesn't. I don't know, man. I, I no, it's, it's one of those. It's one of those things where like you get older and time just like goes Slips faster, away. I guess. Because um, yeah, man, it, it does not seem like it has been two years. And uh, man, we've had some we've had some good moments, and that's kind of what we're gonna highlight um, today are some some of our favorite moments, especially from like the past year. Um, we didn't really do like a one year anniversary episode because by the time I thought about it, it was past. <laughs> so well, um, one year, you know. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. no big deal. Plus, at that point, I think we had gone like six months without uploading, and then we'd started uploading again. So does it count? You yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, because we were—I don't know, man. It was crazy. I was in grad school and trying to get stuff done, and Christian was working on stuff, and and man, it it got hectic there for a little bit. Um, but yeah, we've got some we've got some funny stories from some of our past episodes that we're uh, we're gonna share. We're gonna bring back up. Um, do we want to do those first or do we want to start with remote viewing? Because remote viewing is one of the, like probably our, one of our favorite episodes that we've done so far. Um, it was a lot of fun when we did it the first time and Christian was like, we should just do remote viewing again tonight at some point. And I was like, okay, that's cool. We can do something, you know, real quick. Do you want the mic stand? No, I'm, I'm good. Okay. I think we should take a walk down memory lane first. You want to okay. walk down memory lane yeah. first? Okay. Okay. So, uh, First up is is gonna steal the show probably. Um, it's it's probably one of our favorite episodes. Um, so we've done a couple Colin shows now, and uh, those are always really fun. They're a, dude, they're always a ton of fun. We always have like a a bunch of random people call in and tell us all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, and we've got uh, two clips for sure from that, which will be exciting. And the first one comes from our good friend Denver Blackwell, and if if you've listened to our dreams, ever had a weird dream, like the first one that we did, you'll have a good Legendary. idea. You'll have a good idea about what this is. Okay, yeah. So I'll talk about I'll talk about a nightmare um, that I had. Um, nightmares. I don't know about anybody else, but they're very vivid to me. So I dream a lot, and I keep a dream journal. And the journals that are the most, um, like the the lengthiest ones are the ones without a nightmares because I wake up and I'm like frozen. And then the next day it's all so real. Cause I remember it cause it's still scary even the next day. So, Oh my gosh, now that I'm talking about it, there is one with a dinosaur in it. Um, and as I'm speaking, I'll tell you what it is. So I was in uh, I was in this coffee shop. I don't know if anybody's familiar with the craft work in Fort Worth, Texas. It's at this Magnolia location. So that's the setup of kind of where it's at. And I'm sitting there, it's dead quiet, it's dead quiet in the night, and uh, not in the night, it's the day, but it gets, it turns to night really quickly, we'll we'll get there, we'll get there. So, I'm sitting in the shop, 
and no joke <laughs> it's funny now but thinking about it actually freaks me out <laughs> Bar- <laughs> barney the dinosaur comes yes. through the door <laughs> you know and like no joke Barney the dinosaur comes in, grabs his girl. She starts screaming, and he drags her out of the coffee shop, and the door slams shut. And everyone just sits there acting like nothing happened. Oh and I'm like, God. and I'm sitting there like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. And I look over, and I see a guy look at me, and he looks concerned, too. And we're both like, did that just happen? Did he? Did Barney really just take someone out the door screaming? Baristas kept working. And then all of a sudden, I like looked down the sidewalk and i see barney coming back into the store and i'm like oh crap my heart's pounding and i look back at the guy every listen at this point at this point it's it's go time mode it's that part of the dream where you're trying to run it's like i'm about to do something but guys the craziest and the scariest part about this one was i look over and that guy who's looking concerned smiles at me and i'm like oh no (laughs) he's in on it oh my god no so I run over to the door and it's locked. Of course, obviously the door's locked. And I see Barney coming. I punch the mess out that door and I break it, bro. I've never done that in a dream before. I bust out that door and I'm running for my life. And right when I walk outside, it went from day straight into nighttime. So all of a sudden it's like dark outside. And all I hear is uh, and I just like oh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> So oh my God. I'm like stupid, bro. And so like I get to my car, fumbling with the keys, obviously, like you can't get in the car, get in the car, lock the doors. All of a sudden, all the windows are smashed on my car. And that's when I wake up from my dream. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. That's the scariest experience I've had in my life. Wow. That sounds like some kind of weird movie where you have like a uh, like a high school mascot come and like snatch people Ooh, in like right, a yeah. horror movie or something. Ooh, this is a good plot, dude. And it's like wild. that's man. That sounds like a Netflix. If you, you does, sign yeah. for that. If you hear a, <laughs> don't turn around. <laughs> it, I think <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like a Five Nights at Freddy's type thing, mm-hmm. where it's like the character comes in and takes you. It's. It was. I laid in my bed for like thirty minutes after that, just like paralyzed in fear. I was scared to go pee because I thought Barney was going to be in the hallway. <laughs> when, the when was this? Uh, October. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of it. Oh man, that was just that was just one of those like really it was perfect. Yeah, it's one of those it's one of those classic stories that like no matter how long that this podcast goes on, like we look back from like 10 or 15 years from now and we'll be like, do you remember that time that Denver told remember us that about time that Barney dream he had? And it was funny because the other night we were talking um, and we were, we were kind of like, yeah, we should, Christian had an idea that we should bring up some like clips from the past and Greatest stuff. Hits. And literally the first one that he was like, he's like, the only thing is that Denver's Barney dream has to go in there yeah. at some point. Uh, man, it's just one of those. It's one of those classic. I forgot ones. about the punchline though of at the end of like when was this dude? You expect it to be like, oh, it was high school, middle school, yeah. uh, October, uh, <laughs> October. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to cut some clips together today um, for this, and I literally like, I almost cut it off like after the Barney thing, and I kept listening, and I was like, oh no, this has got to go in. Yeah, it's just too good. It's just too good. Oh man, do you have any comments on that one, Christian? 
aside from it being maybe the um one of the scariest dreams I've ever heard. It's just a good story. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's one of those dreams that you would wake up from like sweating but kind of laughing at the same time. Like I just had the most ridiculous dream about Barney. Like of all the things that you could have had it about, you have it around about this big purple dinosaur that we watched on TV that sang, I love you, <laughs> you love me. And then you have this terrifying dream where he like starts snatching people. And so you wake up and you're like sweating like, oh my God, that was the craziest dream I've ever had. And then you kind of like, that was so ridiculous. Like, why was I scared about that one at all? Um, yeah, <laughs> man, it's just a uh, Denver. If you're listening to this, man, thank you for sharing that dream with us because dude, holy moly. That's just, that's such a good, such a good sound bite. If anything, just the, the fact that he's like, yup. It's <laughs> so funny, oh. man. Oh my gosh. Uh, so our if you next hear that sound, don't turn around. <laughs> That's the, the tagline on the movie poster. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, so the next one that we've got, um, we had our friend Morgan on to talk about the Enneagram. Um, and if you haven't listened to that episode, the whole thing's like really informative. The Enneagram is actually a really cool thing. Um, but he had this like really funny story that he, he said for a reason why, because he's a, he's a six on the Enneagram. And he has this really funny story about why that some some friend told him that he was a six and he was like oh you know i'm not a six and then he has this like realization from this story so let's hear from morgan so (laughs) (laughs) this is so funny so somebody else (laughs) told me i was a six my friend was like you're a six and i listened to it and i felt really uncomfortable and i was like okay i guess i'm a six but maybe i'm not and then i was all skeptical about it and i was like i don't know if i'm a a six and i was listening to this audiobook and they were like sixes are really skeptical people and i was like damn it i'm a six because i was all skeptical about not being (laughs) whatever (laughs) and then and then like so i always doubt it though because i'm still skeptical about it because i'm still a six so i'm like do i really think of worst case scenarios i'm like do i really do that but i don't notice it just because it's so habit to me so this was one that i noticed recently that's weird as all get out but i literally literally cannot deny as a worst case scenario and so (laughs) i lived in this apartment i had a roommate um and we'd get in our mail these like newspaper things they were just like full of coupons and advertisements you know right do you know those things yeah they always so, like stuffed them full yeah and it's just like it's just like several pages of newspaper paper and i would always keep them because i had to move at the end of the year and i was like oh these are great packing material going, going between plates to bowls whatever like so i had this like pile that's like building every time i would get one of these papers i would always think oh i should put it in this closet every time i put it in the closet this is what I thought. And I like literally debated keeping this thing. I was like, oh, I think maybe I should throw this out. I was like, should I really keep this? I don't know if I should keep this because I was afraid that if my house caught on fire, this pile of newspaper would fuel the flame and make the fire worse. And I debated keeping or throwing away 10 pieces of newspaper because I was afraid it was going to fuel the fire if my house got, and like, I was like, Oh, so it's like random stuff like yeah. that. That's, That's like a, a good worst case of scenario of just like, and it's not like worst case, but it's just like something extremely random and bad could happen. And a lot of them are super unrealistic like that. Yeah. That's uh, that's a Morgan's story about his 
being a six. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That I was thought a that fun one, episode. Dude, that one was a lot of fun. Um, and it was like, it was one of those things where, you know, everybody kind of knows about the Enneagram a little bit to an extent. And I mean, you see all these accounts on like Instagram or Twitter or whatever that post like daily Enneagram updates. And usually they're like spot on for whatever number that you are. Um, but yeah, man, that was like a really informative episode. And I mean, Morgan has gotten really into the Enneagram. And so it was nice to hear from him. Just talk to him anyway. Yeah. Um, but to hear from him about his Enneagram stories was was pretty was pretty fun. Um, man, that that's just one of those that like. I, I remember after we recorded that podcast and like I posted it, I was trying to put together a clip for Instagram and it took me forever to do this because I did it in After Effects, which I've learned since then. Do not use After Effects if you're making clips because it takes 10,000 years. Um, but I remember like putting all this time into making this one clip and it was so funny just like listening to it over and over mm-hmm. again. So that was the only reason that I put that one in there. It's just a funny story. Mm-hmm. There's nothing insane about it like denver's barney dream but yeah you know i need to listen just, to that episode again i haven't listened to it in a while i haven't listened to it in a while either um i kind of went through I it forget a little bit today but that i literally like i remember when i edited that i put that story in at the beginning i think he told it like after the podcast and we like re- yeah. we were like hold on we gotta record this and so we recorded it and i just stuck it in at the beginning and so i literally just like clipped that from the beginning of that episode but man like that one was just so funny and it was funny because he didn't even tell it during the main podcast yeah. he told it to us like after he was like oh i have this really funny story and i'm like hold on we need to record this um but yeah so uh our next one's gonna be a little while most likely um but it's from our our good friend who we, we know the real identity of, um, but Clyde Evergreen, we had a, a ghost <laughs> podcast around Halloween. I think we posted it on Halloween, and um, we had people call in for that, and Colin shows are always, you know, you never know what you're going to get, basically. It's like a box of chocolates from Forrest Gump. You just never know what you're going to get. Um, and so we had, uh, we've had some interesting calls, and this is probably one of... I, I literally make this sound that he makes in this. <laughs> All, anytime I hear a door open, and he's, he's talking about a pizza box. But anytime I like somebody opens a door or something, I make this stupid sound. So here is our good friend, Clyde Evergreen, who we think should have a podcast himself. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the question at hand. How's it going? Well, pretty good. How about you? Doing great. You got a ghost story for us? I got a ghost story for you. All right. Sounds great. Let's hear it. Well, uh, I want to say I got two ghost stories for you. Uh, okay. The first one is called My First Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, my name's Clyde. How are y'all tonight? Y'all good? Oh, Doing yeah, great. really good. Doing great. I have to comment on this. My grandson told me that I could call this Handy Question podcast. And, His uh, voice at the end is completely it's different good. than the voice at the beginning. I'm going to tell really you a story is, about yeah. the, uh, the family reunion that changed my life. Sounds great. There was a... So my family, we have a, uh, a ranch on an old Confederate farm. Uh, down in Danville, Kentucky, uh, what used to be Confederate land. Uh, 
And so uh, we, 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 we kept the farm in the family for, you know, at least three, four generations. And, you know, we didn't want to give it up. So we have our family reunions there every year, you know, the, uh, the evergreen family what we call her <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and uh there's this one time where uh just the sheer ridiculousness of this entire and, uh, story the, the family unit that's what we call bring it. the yeah. sweetest meatballs but i don't agree with socialism so i brought the kentucky meatballs <laughs> all right yeah. and uh man i decided to uh put a little bit of dr pepper barbecue sauce on it you know what i'm saying that's good stuff yeah. mm-hmm uh, actually, if, if you're ever in Danville, there's this one pizza hut on Phillips Street that'll give you two marinara sauces, even if you just order one. It's great. Oh, yeah, that's great. Uh, that's a great deal, all right? So one time I, we had our family reunion at the Confederate Farmstead, and I walked into the attic. Now, I didn't live at this house myself. This was a family house. You know, my grandpappy lived at and uh, my sister took care of it after his passing. May he rest in peace. Um, and so one day I went into the attic to get me uh, to get some extra silverware for the potluck luncheon that we had. And all of a sudden, I hear it from behind me. I hear a ghostly voice whisper, "Clyde, Clyde." So I turn around, and that's the ghost of my grandpappy. And I said, Grandpa, what what in the dickens are you doing here? You died 200 years ago. 200 years ago? uh, He laughed at the ridiculousness. I know. That's what I said. And and then he had to correct my math because I've been drinking a little bit. Right, right. And uh, A long time. You know, Kentucky, that's that's Jack Daniels country. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, I got me a fifth. Uh, in the background. Uh, so anyway, he says, Clyde, I've only been dead for seven months. And I go, you're right. And he says, Clyde. Yeah. He says, Clyde. It's funny because we're, li- we're laughing as hard now as we were then. And I go, Pappy, what are you talking about? I can't avenge nobody, sir. I'm a strict pacifist. He said, you need to pass a fist across somebody's face. <laughs> oh, wow. I know he had a way with words. Let me tell you what. Uh, and I said, Pappy, well, who did this to you? Pappy, I thought it was the Ricketts that got you. And he said, the Ricketts couldn't do a damn thing to me. All right. It was somebody, somebody who got your grandpappy Clyde and you need to get him. And I said, who was it? He said, I- I'm not kidding, all right? You might think this is a joke, but I'm not kidding when I say this, all right? Okay. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh. I don't he know what said, I was I'm not, I'm not joking, all right? I don't either, I know man. you're laughing, but I, I promise you, I'm all my life, all right? He said, I watched that Scooby-Doo movie where Scrappy-Doo turns into a demon monster, and it killed me. So the 2001 live action Scooby Doo movie. Oh my god! Yeah, she said it was so bad that it killed him. Hey, I, I mean, I it swear, was pretty I scary. Swear. I'll have to give that to him. So I looked up the movie on the Googles, and um, I found out somebody named Roger Gosnell directed it. So my grandpappy. I'm pretty sure James Gunn directed it. <laughs> 
No, he wrote it. He didn't direct it. Oh, you're right. You're right. And so I have to find out where Roger he got checked you on your yep. I got to take him out. <laughs> and I tell you what, I was so scared, right, that I promised myself I'm never going back to the family homestead. Mm. Wow. So, so you haven't carried out the deed then, I guess. Do you have a mission? No. Not yet, not yet. I, I bought a plane ticket to Hollywood, uh, and but I got too distracted by all the beautiful women out there. Mm. Understandable. Well, cool. <laughs> Is that the end of the story? I thought maybe there was something else coming. <laughs> That's the end of the story for now. So is there well, more? Or? Now. <laughs> well, I can, I, can, I can tell you another one if you, if you want. Like, so for you, I don't this really is the, I'm not doing Yeah, this is a this good story. One. Some of this stuff, man, I like, have to let sink in for a minute before I can even <laughs> respond yeah. whenever he's uh, talking because it's just so ridiculous. Sure. Unless other people need to call right. in. Great. Do, we, do Great. you have the cue? I think you're well fella. <laughs> You know, uh, <laughs> I've been You're listening to your podcast uh, on, on the reg, as the kids say, mm-hmm. and um, I really like the way that you guys answer questions at hand. <laughs> um, That's the idea. Thank you. I'm thinking about starting my own podcast, okay. Clyde Evergreen podcast. The other time that he called in, that'd be great. He called it. A handy question. Uh, let me tell you another joke. <laughs> Not but Clyde Evergreen, but the same person who, who plays Clyde Evergreen. We call him uh, we call him Big Danny because he's a big fella. All right, he weighs about four hundred pounds, <laughs> and that's that's when he's standing up too. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I think you asked that right after this. You know how when you sit down, your thighs kind of, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. they flatten out. Well, and his whole body, his whole geez. body does that when he sits down. All right, right. Appears skinnier standing up. Right, right. So he weighs about four twenty-five when he sits and four hundred when he stands. All right. It's like gravity does a number on him when he sits down. <laughs> if you've ever seen Big Danny in a bing bad chair, it just looks like one bing bad chair sitting on top of another bing bad chair. All right. Mm-hmm. That's the quote. That's the best line. So Big Danny, he comes up and he says, Clyde, I think I done seen me a specter a couple of days ago. And I oh said, like, one of the minor 49ers, and he said, no, it's Spectre. <laughs> <laughs> Right, easy confusion. I thought he said a prospect. Right, yes. And I said, well, Danny, tell me about what happened. And he said, well, I was watching one of them paranormal activity movies, and uh, I got to thinking, man, I hope that there's not one of them paranormals in my house. But then that very night, he tells me, he says, I swear, he says, Clyde, I heard scratching on my door. And I said, well, don't you have a cat? And he said, no, no, no. The cat passed away a few weeks ago. And I said, oh, well, uh, one of the grandkids maybe. He said, no, no, no. They were at there. They were at home this weekend. So I got up and I started looking around. And I don't see nothing. But I wake up the next morning and there's six stripes made of what looks like permanent marker just on the wall in front of my bedroom door. 
and I'm really freaking out. But I wipe it off, and it goes away, and I don't think about it again. And then that that night, 4 o'clock in the morning, remember, I live alone, all right? I live alone, you know. My weight kind of scares away the women. Uh, and so I live alone, and 4 o'clock the, the next morning, fire alarm, <laughs> my kitchen goes off. I think he expected us to laugh at that yeah. And I go downstairs to inspect it, and uh, my oven is on fire. Like, on fire, fire, he said. And I go, well, did you leave it on while you were cooking or something? He said, no, I got myself a Pizza Hut pizza with the coupon last night. Or that night, he meant. Uh, I had the 50% off coupon, so I got me a stuffed crust pepperoni pizza. And pizza. so I didn't need the oven. And I was like, well, by God, did, did the gas leak or something? You got, like, one of them, like, gas stoves? And he said, well, yeah, that's what I thought, too. But then I brought in the fire inspector, and he said he couldn't figure out nothing. Wow. And then he goes, yeah, I know, that's what I said, too. Wow, that's what I said. So he goes to bed. <laughs> and then he wakes up because he hears the doorbell ring. Ding, 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 ding. He looks at this clock, and it says 2.30, like 2.35, 2.30. Whose doorbell like sounds like that? And goes downstairs. It's a literal bell. And he looks through the peephole. Yeah. He doesn't see anything. He goes to the window. He doesn't see anything. Right. So he looks. He opens the door. That's what the door sounds like. Because it's squeaky. <laughs> that was a pretty good door sound. It was a door. Thank you, son. I mean, he uses it, it for the pizza box later. And on the ground is a pizza box. And he opens the box. And it's a stuffed crust pepperoni pizza. But written in the pepperoni is no one out paranormals, the hut. <laughs> That's so <Jesus>. dumb. <laughs> and so he freaks out. But he says to himself, he says, you know what? I, I, this is this. I'm telling you, Big Dan is a big guy, right? He freaks out because there's this ghost pizza, but he still eats the damn thing, right? Mm. <laughs> so he opens the marinara sauce, the little bucket I was telling y'all about where you get two of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. He eats the one slice. He takes the stuffed crust. He dips it in the marinara. As soon as he says this, he says this and I've seen the scratches, all right? I know he's not messing around. He takes that stuffed crust. As soon as the crust touches the marinara, his arm slices open, he says. Now, I saw the scratches, all right? They were, like, massive. And see, he can't, he's so big that he couldn't have, like, accidentally cut himself because his arms just physically can't reach one another, right? (laughs) Again, he weighs 400 pounds, right? Exactly. So he, like a a trek, yeah. So he takes, a trex. The, the pizza crust, <laughs> and as soon as it touched me, his, his arms, oh his open. He's like, well, that, he says to himself, he says, well, that's kind of puzzling. But he takes the crust, before he, before he seeks medical help, I will have you know, for some reason, he eats the crust with the marinara, but the marinara is his blood. Mm. Now you think about that now. If that's not a paranormal activity story, I don't know what is. All I can say is you can't out-paranormal the hut. (laughs) That's true. 
The next night, he hears another doorbell. The story ding, 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 keeps ding, going. Ding, ding. Uh-huh. He acted like it was ending right there, and then he no. just kept going. Out the window, nothing. He opens the door. <laughs> he wanted to do the sound again. Yeah. And this time, there's Domino's Pizza. <laughs> he opens the box. <laughs> I can't say I've ever heard a pizza box that sounds like that. Well, you've never heard Danny open a pizza box, all right? (laughs) All right, all right. And it says you thought you could run from us, big Danny, in the pepperoni. And then the dumb son of a eats it, and then he starts to freak out a little bit, right? Yes. Man, the next night, I pro- this is when it gets really Son of scary, a- right? Top tier editing. He stays up. He doesn't go to bed, all right? He's too freaked out. The permanent marker on the wall, the oven on fire, which uh, he got fixed actually very quickly, surprisingly. I don't know how, but he's a bit damn those people, all right? He hears the doorbell. Ding, 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 ding. He looks through the people. Nothing. He looks out the window. Nothing. He looks out the other window. Nothing. He checks the back door. Nothing. Goes back, lumbers through his house to the front door. The sound effect. He slowly opens his front, his front door. <laughs> and out there, on the porch. It's a hungry Howie's pizza. <laughs> now, hungry Howie's in Danville has been closed for seven years. Right, so how could the pizza be there? Exactly. That's what he was wondering. Then the dumb son of a <laughs> eats that one too. And we haven't seen Big Dan since. He's gone. He's been gone forever. And that's the, the end. Wow. My, my theory is that he is now a pizza himself. I think that's the only wow. explanation. I will say there was a pizza box on my on my porch steps one night, but luckily uh, I did not eat that one because that could have been him. Now that mm-hmm. I think about it, right? Probably a good idea. I do miss him. I, I miss our talks. He showed me the scratches the night before he passed, and and I haven't seen him since. And I, I do hope he's okay. We do too. Poor Dan. <laughs> All Poor right, Dan. we well, do thank too. You for your ghost story. Just what really do you say? Thanks for calling. Yeah, sorry they weren't as uh, scary as I wanted them to be, but honestly, they freaked me out, I tell you what. Hey, man, that's all that matters. But I hope you all have a happy Halloween, and I recommend staying away from any and all pizza boxes this week, all right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a plan. <laughs> have a, good, uh, have a happy you, Halloween. Can I, can, I get your, can I get your autograph from my grandson? Uh, It's kind of hard to do that over the phone, so... Maybe maybe some oh, other point. time. Send me an email. <laughs> you send me an email, Clyde.evergreen at yahoo.com. <laughs> maybe. Yep, we'll yep. see. Did we ever email that? <laughs> All right. Just well, to I see if it was working? It. You're welcome. Have a great one. We need to buy that, don't we? Spooky, scary skeletons. Goodbye. <laughs> spooky, scary skeletons. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my I think gosh. He said spooky, scary show. No, he said skeletons. Yeah, he said. No, I thought he said show. What a roller coaster. <laughs> I know, man. I started to like clip condense that one and I I was like, it's I really hard. don't know that I can. Like there's just too you much. You could have skipped the middle part where he finds a third pizza. 
but where it he was checks a the back hungry door and there's always pizza but then you would have missed out on all the fun sound effects uh, that's what yeah that's what i was gonna say listening to it again i realized it's it's 90% of the way to being a fully produced radio drama. Yeah. With all of the sound effects <laughs> of the lumbering footsteps, the creaking doors. I just want to know what he did. Did he make that sound or did he hit like the phone? <laughs> oh, I don't know if he went <laughs> bum, bum, or. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the best part, though, is when he's like, if you've ever seen Big Danny on a beanbag chair, it looks like one beanbag chair laying on top of another beanbag chair. I don't know how many times that I quoted that after we had this yeah, episode. That, you love that. Because that was the funny... I think... I, I I don't know if I've laughed at anything harder in this entire like podcasting career so far. <clears throat> All right. Which one do we want to do next, guys? We got some options. Mm. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? I, I think we should jump right into one of our favorite soundboard sounds. Okay. All right. So this episode is, uh, or this clip is from one of our uh, our dumber episodes, I guess I could say, um, because I think it it's was from Area Fifty One. I thought it was. Maybe it is. Maybe it's it is. Is from Area Fifty One. Um, so that makes it even weirder because why are we talking about this? In, it was near the our, end of the episode. In our Area 51 episode. Um, but this is uh, Christian's famous line. If you've been around the podcast for a little while, if you're new here, welcome. Um, this is, you, you came in at our two-year anniversary, so that's a fun time to be here. Um, you're getting to, to get a taste of several of the other episodes. Um, if you have any... And these like, are the highlights. So if you don't are, like yeah. these... I don't know what to tell you. I know, man. <laughs> uh, so we do have a couple of these up on our website at thequestionathand.com. And on the homepage, it says TQAH Starter Pack. Yeah. And if you click that, it takes you to another to page with like eight episodes oh. that are some of our favorite ones. Um, so yeah, if you're new here, that's where I would recommend to start. Um, but if you've been around a while, you'll know this. You'll know this soundbite when you hear it. Let's say he hated banks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll sell it. <laughs> Jeez. That was... It's kind of like the, the that medieval... That was Andrew Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said Jefferson. See, the mem- but I was we need to about do the memory episode right now because I'm forgetting We're things. about to, man. Jefferson... Jeff- he, he was the one that sent Lewis and Clark West. Yes. Fun fact. When he sent Lewis and Clark West... I know. He he's looking for dinosaurs. Things. Yeah, I've heard this a <laughs> He was not times. looking for dinosaurs, you idiot. <laughs> Willie Mammoth. He was not looking for dinosaurs, you idiot. That's gonna. I think be that's on the, the most aggressive. I think <laughs> that's gonna go on the soundboard. I think that's the most aggressive I've ever heard you be like directly towards me. It was hilarious. Just because I, I mean, I, so yeah, prophetic. I didn't realize listening back to it again that like literally within the five seconds of him saying it, you were like, "That's going on the soundboard." I did. Yeah, you just was, knew. So I, I don't know how long after that we had like gotten the new board that that was because at that point we didn't have we didn't have any original sounds on here um like that was before the I think the, that was like one of the first original sounds It was it was the first original sound because when we first got the board they they introduced like where you can have eight banks of sounds like in this <clears throat> man excuse me in like this this first or second firmware update um and so at that point we literally only had one bank of sounds and so um I took off like the generic like road music that comes with the roadcaster, and that was literally the first one on the soundboard. Was 
He was not looking for dinosaurs, you idiot. Which is probably one of our favorite sounds still to date. It's one of our probably one of our favorite clips from the show other than Barney too. That was just a that was that was an episode where we were talking about nothing that had anything to do with that. And uh somehow also, we Christian, got on I just want to say I'm sorry. No hard feelings. He was not looking for dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, just kidding. Also, oh, yes, man. it is Andrew Jackson that hated banks. Yes, that's true. Fact check. Yeah. All right. Uh so our next clip um is going to be from um our our PR Super Bowl episode with Dan my friend Danny Marcano who does PR for the Chiefs. Um, and he had a good a good clip. Christian asked him, I didn't clip this part, so that's why I'm going to set it up. Christian asked him um, what the trophy felt like. Like, was it heavy? I think you said, how heavy is the trophy or something like that? And he, like, described it. And so I have this part, and then I have a, a clip, like, soon after that where I asked him um, about, like, the parade and stuff. And he had a, a, pretty, a pretty funny moment. So let's hear from Danny. So for that story, actually, we're getting we're on the plane coming back Monday. I had 45 minutes of sleep Sunday night, which was the night after the game. I had about 45 minutes of sleep into Monday. Um, so I was pretty exhausted. But on the flight back, about a two-and-a-half-hour flight from Miami to Kansas City. And it was about midway through, and I'm dozing in and out. I didn't get any sleep. I got 45 minutes of sleep the night before. So the trophy, while all the players are asleep in the back, the trophy's coming around. And I just saw it and grabbed it and I was fortunate enough that I could touch it a little bit Sunday night, but this was a, that was the first time that I actually got to grab and feel the trophy. It's pointy as heck. Like the three, like <laughs> it you know, looks it's, like it's it. point. Like it's, I remember the first time I grabbed it, I was like, "This is weird." Um, it's not that heavy, but it's when you have when you don't. I mean, when you have football player hands, it feels like it's nothing in your hand. For me, it's like you felt all the grooves, and it, like it's sharp. Like the corners are sharp. Um, this is the one thing about holding the trophies you never thought was like the corners are sharp. But then I, you feel like the, the metallic football on top, the thing's hollow. It's like you feel it and that part's like kind of light. Like you're knocking on it and it's hollow on the inside. It's, we, it's, it's a weird trophy, <laughs> but it is cool when you sit back and you feel it. It's like, this is a Vince Lombardi trophy. Like this is pretty freaking cool. Um, you talk, I remember touching a little bit and I got to kiss it the night of the game. But they was it was disgusting. I mean, there were finger marks all over it, and every it was gross. But that time, I got to feel it. It was good. <laughs> Lo and behold, an, an hour later, that same trophy was in the back, getting you know beer luged as people were pouring beers and drinking it down. Yeah, yeah I saw so that. Like, luckily, I got it before uh-huh. that. Um, but it, it's pointy. It's pointy. That's that's the one thing about the trophy. It's not that heavy. It's but the corners are pointy. That was the number one thing with me. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Can you repeat that question? I I, awesome. I lost track. No, you're good, that. man. <laughs> you're good uh so after the game um you know you've got the parade uh how is it like being in the parade being up on stage with uh pat and some of the other guys you know giving speeches to chief's kingdom and uh you know just getting to hang out i'm sure there was lots of partying after there the was. game as well i'm sorry i'm like sidetracking <laughs> you again no but. So it was uh <laughs> there was, it was fun it was very very fun um Shout out to the, I don't know if they sponsor you guys or not. If they don't sponsor you, then it's free pub to them. It was all over the buses. Um, so we got to get them to actually sponsor this podcast. <laughs> to help you guys out. That was free, that was yeah, free pub for them right there. Um, they, um, yeah. No exactly. free rides. Um, I'll tell you what, yeah, you know what? There was a ton of, <laughs> there was a great beverage. I won't say what it is, but it was all over the buses. 
Um, the company provided a lot of beverages. Um, the adult pops were abundance. That was fun. Yeah. I just thought his, his description of like the trophy, because Christian was like, how heavy is a trophy? He's like, dude, it's pointy as heck. Like of all the yeah. things that you could describe about the Super Bowl trophy, yeah. that's what you decide is like, dude, it's so pointy. Like it was so weird to like hold the thing and it like it's pointy. Like, <laughs> and then his where so it got bleeped out, but that beverage company was Bud Light that night. Yes, um, and it, I mean if you if you watch the Super Bowl at all, you saw Bud Light everywhere. They had the the mango seltzer commercial yes. with Post Malone where it like they're pushing the seltzer he like hard. drinks one and then the the taste buds are all like locked arms and like yeah because they're getting like the drink splashed all over them and uh, man those commercials were, were super funny but Bud Light was literally everywhere um, for the Super Bowl and they apparently sponsored all of the post Super Bowl mm-hmm. activities as well um, but yeah, I just thought it was funny that he was like, you know what? Never mind. No, because you were like, no free rides. And he was like, yeah, I mean, they should like sponsor the podcast and then maybe <laughs> you guys, we could talk about them. But nice. man, it was just, it was, it was pretty funny. I thought that was a, a really weird description of a Super Bowl trophy. Because like you're getting to hold a piece of history. Yeah. And the first thing you, you're like, dude, you know, it was really pointy. Like it was really kind of weird. He knows what it. we don't know. I guess. Yeah, that's true. We have no idea. Never held a Vince Lombardi trophy. It was also a pretty cool moment for the podcast. Getting yeah, something yeah. that exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, and it just happened that um, I, I... I So the re- only reason I know Danny, and I, if you've listened to the episode, I think we explained it a little bit. I don't know how in-depth we went because we were doing an interview with him. Um, but the only reason that I know Danny is because... So I played D3 football at East Texas Baptist University. And after my senior year, I got invited to go to a D3 senior classic in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And it just so happened that the team that I was put on, um, Danny was my long snapper. And so we had like, I think two or three days that we were there. I think it, I think it was three. We had like two days of practice and then a game or something. Um, and we just spent lots of time together, like kickers and punters and snappers. We don't... We don't have to go like learn plays or run routes yeah. or anything. Like we were literally just there to to hang out and kick, and it was a good time. Um, and so we got we got to be really good friends. And uh, it just so happened that he was working with the Cleveland Browns, and I see this picture from Patrick Mahomes, like because he's a local guy. Um, I'm following him on Instagram, and I see Danny in the background, like right <laughs> behind him, and he's in both these pictures, and I'm like is that Danny? I was like, I, I know that that's gotta be him. And so I literally commented on it and I was like, okay, I see you. And I tagged him at Danny Marcano. And, uh, he was like, dude, this is insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know you're in Kansas city. He's like, yeah, yeah. I got a job. Uh, I just moved here right before the season started. And lo and behold, they win so a super cool. bowl and we get to talk to Danny. I mean, who else, who else is going to go talk to Danny Marcano about I know. the super bowl? Like yeah. it just so happened but he that, his insight though was like yeah, amazing. Man. No, he's 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 really knowledgeable about it, all of that stuff that's going on, man. It was it was really cool to have him on. Um our next one is from uh what makes something funny. Yeah. Which, I don't think this needs an introduction. It, it probably doesn't. <laughs> I really don't even know how to to intro it. So uh we'll just we'll just play a clip. You laughing at him laughing. 
plays <laughs> into like the inner. St- <laughs> what do we have? I like now? how you can hear the table creaking in the background. Oh super God. bad. <laughs> try to explain it. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. Try to explain it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> By the time we you laugh get it a out, whole lot. It's not going to be put into the audience. You know what I mean? The buildup oh, is going to be too high. Okay, so it's Shrek. <laughs> for this one, we have Shrek, but he's overlaid with the uh, what's it? What's Moto 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 Moto? That's what it is from the male, the <laughs> male, the male hippo, hippo from Madagascar too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't even know how what to say about that one. Braxton brought it up before the episode. I did not edit that one. Braxton did, but man, like. I don't know how many times that this uh, this Shrek meme has been passed around because I've seen it all <laughs> over the place, um, but it, it really needs to stop at this point. It's <laughs> it's lost its. I mean, I guess it it's almost like it's nostalgic in a way because we've seen this meme so many times and yeah. it's still weird every time you see it. Oh my gosh, just Shrek meshed with. But Moto just the ridiculousness, so ridiculousness of that's because what I why I was laughing so hard at the moment was because we were talking about what makes something funny, yeah. and the episode's good because we kind of go into the analysis of that and specifically that meme and why it's funny. Yeah, but um, it, Christian was pulling up memes as we were trying to discuss it, and when he pulled out that one, that was my immediate reaction was like. There's no way we can translate this visual. I don't think there's any way that I can translate that visual you just gave me trying to like describe your feelings about that moment. Yeah. (laughs) You looked at me like, really? Yeah, like (laughs) this. This is what we're going with. Yeah. Of all the things that we possibly could have pulled up, this is what we're going with. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Uh we've only got a couple left. Um we had eight total. And uh, I think the I think the next one is going to be um, from our cor- coronavirus caller episode, our call-in mm. show for the coronavirus and like how it's affecting you. Uh, I literally think I titled that "How is coronavirus affecting you?" Um, so if you want to go back and listen to the whole thing, uh, there's some really interesting perspectives. Um, this is from not too long after everything kind of started shutting down. Um, so there's there's some interesting stuff in there. But this is from uh, Braxton's friend Jacob. And uh, he has a good recommendation. I really, I wanted to play the voicemail that he left us. I thought about just putting that in there because that almost oh, that in itself yeah. was almost funnier than when he explained it when he was actually I talking to us. I forgot that he left a voicemail first because we were like talking to somebody else or yeah, something. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> and it was super funny, but <laughs> I'll just play this. So what, what specifically on Netflix have you been watching? What have you enjoyed the most? Okay, that's a, Braxton's just looking that's for a recommendations very good. right now. <laughs> that is it <laughs> oh yeah I, I heard about that I heard I got the, the full brunt of that rant um, but uh, I, I want to plug this insane documentary I don't, I don't know I, I know Braxton likes documentaries I'm not sure who else there is a huge fan of documentaries but I, I love a good and it really doesn't have to be any specific like I love the Aaron Hernandez documentary um, you know, the McMillions documentary on HBO is fantastic. Uh, but me? the most insane one, no. Super Size Me is good, <laughs> is is good. Um, not, not really my flavor, but Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness on Netflix Just is the, title the most insane. 
is it is the most insane documentary I think I've ever watched in my entire life. Just because it's not like there's not one was focus. Right. Like it is about yeah. like these crazy dudes who like just own hundreds of tigers and random ass animals. But like there's crime and you know hits being put out on other people and uh, like it's underground like exotic animal trade. It's just insane. It's in, like polyamorism. It's just nuts. The whole thing is absolutely <laughs> insane. And I love a good documentary when it just keeps you on your toes. I feel like yeah. that's what makes a good show or any good series is when it keeps you on your toes. And this one, you just, you never know what's going to come next. At the end of every single episode, you know, it teases what's going to be in the next one. And you're just like, what in the is going on? Mm-hmm. That's incredible. This sounds like any ten minutes of TLC. <laughs> it's oh it's it, it easily could have been Tiger pitched. Life. That's right. It could have been pitched to that network very easily. It, you know, Netflix must have got a really good deal on it because uh, yeah, that's TLC material right there. So yeah, it's interesting. We said the TLC too because when you watch the show, you realize that they were trying to produce a reality show. That would have aired on like TLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost think that like he describes it better than the actual show is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, dude, this is the most insane thing ever. And he was so right. And after he was, seeing he it. was right. Yeah, no kidding. But man, just like <laughs> just his like reaction to like all of that is just yeah. wild. The enthusiasm. Oh yeah, man. He is. He was all in on that, <laughs> and it was funny because I almost think that his voicemail might have been funnier than when he actually told it. it. Yeah, because he was like, "Hey, this is Jacob from Conroe." Blah 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 blah. Also, I have this <laughs> insane documentary that I need you guys to watch. It's called Tiger King: Murder, Madness, and Mayhem, or Murder, Mayhem, and Madness, whatever yeah. the, the correct order of that is. Um, and he was like so hype about it that I was almost like. Whoa, I should just put this voicemail in <laughs> instead of the actual clip from the show. Um, so we got one more clip for you, and then we're going to do a little bit of a remote viewing test. Ooh. I think Braxton has prepared this one tonight instead of Christian, so I th- believe Christian and I will be remote yes. viewing or attempting to remote view anyway. Um, but we do have one more. Um, it comes from an episode that Christian produced. That was, uh, was this your investigative episode? Yeah. So at one point we were going to do like different (laughs) types of episodes. Um, and one of them was an investigative episode and I still think we should do some of that because I mean, those were, those were a lot of fun. Um, I did mine on like Game of Thrones and why everyone hated season eight of Game of Thrones. Christian did his on are your pets spying on you? And Braxton never did one. And so that's why, that's why it never came back up. Um, so you can direct all of your hate about investigative yes. episodes towards Braxton. Uh, Bring on the emails. But it, we, I, th- I think we do have a couple like investigative episode we ideas still do, yeah. um, that maybe we could do collectively instead of be doing it separately. Um, but this is from Christians about spying pets. Still not convinced. In 2001, a movie came out that I kind of remember a little bit about, but not really. The name? Cats and Dogs. And just what were the professions of all the cats and dogs in that movie? Disclaimer to the best of my knowledge. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) 
They were spies. They were spies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, My laugh frick. in this one was horrible, yeah, man. That movie was wild. So funny. <laughs> they were spies. The cats had like a freaking lair down there in like the house they had outside or below the doghouse. The Are you convinced music. yet? Hollywood has been leaking this info out to us for decades and we've refused to acknowledge it. <laughs> we've known our pets have been spying on us. Oh, God. I was five years old when I saw that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot about it. I remember than, a lot about like, it. I've the seen dogs. that movie multiple times. I just saw it in the theaters that one time. It probably scared me too much. And I didn't trust my pets after then, so I wasn't going to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Are you convinced yet? No. All right, here's more narration. <laughs> you keep asking, Are you convinced Still yet? Convinced. After non-convincing evidence. The animated movie about cats. <laughs> <laughs> Though we see the natural world around us as innocent and playful, it's hard to turn away from the facts that every animal you come across from now until the end of your life could be a spy sent by the CIA, foreign governments, or even aliens. The cat is out of the bag, and we should not squirrel around the truth that all animals we have come to love may be serving a dark porpoise. They seek our demise. Well, maybe not all. I leave you with one final story. In the early 19th century, France and England found themselves in the Napoleonic Wars. One legend states that a French ship wrecked on English shores, leaving only one survivor, a monkey in military uniform. <laughs> the locals captured the monkey and accused him of spying. An immediate trial occurred, and due to his lack of language comprehension, he was found guilty. The monkey did not share many characteristics with his deceased crewmates, oh but he did share the same fate. However, due to the strange circumstances, the monkey of Hartlepool would forever be immortalized. <laughs> Golly. Is that how you're ending it? Yeah. Could your pets be spying on you? Yeah, probably. Glorious. Yeah. That, just the, your writing in that was so good. <laughs> and the delivery, too. <laughs> like, that made me so proud. That part at the end where he's like, the cat's out of the bag, and then he's like, goes Don't on. squirrel around with the yeah. facts. And you're just delivering it deadpan. Oh, yeah. I, you're trying. You're holding back. You're... He almost he almost broke at one point. Yeah, I, I I broke a few times, but that makes it funnier. Yeah, I try know? I try to keep focused and um, keep the goal of informing people in mind. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That was uh that was quite an episode, if I'm being honest. Um, it was very comical for sure. Just the fact that your pets probably are spying on you, but who are they going to report it to? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
uh, well, that's all of our clips. Um, if you guys had any had any clips that you think should have made this episode that maybe you think are the top moment of our Peak. podcast so far, uh, definitely send that our way. Um, we we do enjoy. We like listening to ourselves. We frankly. do. Yeah, honestly, that's half um, the fun of doing the like, podcast. <laughs> half of half of the stuff is not us. Like in our moments, it's like the funny moments yes, that have sure. happened because we have the podcast. Like this, uh, you would never know that Super Bowl trophy is really pointy. Yeah, exactly. You would never awesome know guess. Clyde Evergreen's insane stories, nor would you know Denver Blackwell's Barney yep. dream if they were on the podcast. So. Uh, yeah, it's quite comical, but we're having a good time with it. We also like to laugh at ourselves, as we do all the time, about well, stupid stuff. I can't believe that in the past two years, we've never brought the stupid, goofy crap into the podcast, which I think that's we probably put in a good subtle thing. Hints. I'm sure that there have been, but for you guys that may not know, because, <laughs> no. I mean, really, this has stayed between us three. When we get in the studio, it's all business. We had... <laughs> We had Good this one. weird thing where we would like sing stuff and sing different songs and like Goofy's voice and try to like fit Goof into stuff. It was the stupidest <laughs> thing. It started with the and honestly, <laughs> we'll probably talk about it in the next couple of weeks and we'll it'll back come back up and we'll be stuck on it again. Um, but it all happened at Rotolos. It did start at Rotolos, yes. Started at Rotolo's? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah, did it start at Rotolo's? Well, the, on the drive over there, well, the, the weekend before. <laughs> we're not going to get into it. <laughs> no, tell me. I, I legitimately. The weekend before we started by. It all started with the. the what is it? The Evan Evanson song, the famous YouTube video where it's Goofy singing the old. Oh, can you see? Yep. You know, the wake me up thing. Wake me up. Exactly. It's really funny. And then we found other parodies. But then on that same drive, we started listening to normal songs. We also really liked songs goofy, we, the Extremely Goofy movie. Yes. We yeah. started parodying it. And then we started inserting the word goof into things. And then yeah. one time we passed a subway and I said, ha, sub goof. And that's when we know we that hit was the all-time low. That was after we played Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. And then... We watched the or Christian watched part of extremely goofy yeah. movie. Literally, probably just the first fifteen minutes, and and into every song, everything he would put in the extremely goofy movie. We would say goof. We would talk in Goofy's voice, mm-hmm. and it was the funniest thing for about three months. It literally lasted that long. That's insane. It still pops up every now and then. Yeah. yeah, the interaction with the Rotolo's waiter. That's that's like what that's cemented w- it. That's what crossed over the line, because. What was it? The waiter was said something, and you said something. To you the, said "sounds goof" <laughs> instead <laughs> of "sounds good." Because <laughs> yeah, the waiter was like, "All right, so uh, three Dr. Peppers and one water." Is that right? Yep. All right. And then Christian said, Christian "Sounds said, goof." Sounds goof. <laughs> yep. Man, I cannot believe that that was a thing. Holy cow! <laughs> it still it, hasn't really every, died. I know, but every time it gets brought up, we're like, "Please, God, no! Don't start that again." <laughs> it's because we took it too far. Yeah, I mean, it definitely went way too far. When and, you, and when you said <laughs> sub-goof, and then we would say something but really I, I stupid. I said sub-goof, and I was the one who right after I said, okay, that's we too far. To. That's <laughs> too far. Yeah, and then uh, anything that was like on that level of sub-goof that's like, okay, this is too far, we were like, oh, it's a sub-goof again. It was something yeah. always, just something really dumb. Anyway, I cannot believe that that it was a thing. It, it got to the point where we were just having mundane conversations all in Goofy's voice. And it would be like, 
on our filming trips when we would like head to the coast. That was the problem. We, yeah. uh, we a would, three all hour three of car us ride. would be in a car. And then it would be like, one of us would say it. One of us would break the silence with Goofy's voice. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else would be like, okay, you have until the county line to get it out. <laughs> to, get, yeah. Yeah, to, <laughs> to get it out of your system. Yeah. So we don't drive each other yeah. insane. And then it's disallowed. And whoever says Goofy or Goof or Yuck yep. gets thrown out of the car. Goof <laughs> me mama like a wagon. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh my gosh. Anyway, let's remote view for a minute. Right. If you guys haven't listened to our first remote viewing episode, you should do so. You should go and listen to that. Right, right so after a, a little, you know, remote viewing is basically the, the idea of, you know, um, visualization. Right. V- visualizing unknown. something that you haven't seen before. Yes. And um, yeah. Yeah. It's just trying to essentially take your mind to that uh-huh. other place, right? So basically how we're doing it here is we have three envelopes. There's an envelope, yeah. And inside the envelope is a location that only Braxton knows because he brought the envelopes with the cards inside of them. And our job is to hold the card and try to get some sort of a feeling from that. Yes. And try to decide where we are remote viewing. And that's basically the gist of it. Yeah. All right, so I want Christian to go first with this one. Okay. How long does he have? How however long he feels. Do you want me to play some music in the meantime? Yeah. If you want to. Okay. Mm. I knew this song would good good there'd be something good to use it for. It's this perfect remote viewing sounds. Okay. You have something? I'm picking up feelings. That sounds weird. (laughs) I'm seeing like a crowded downtown. Okay. For some reason, I hear Mr. Edwards talking. Our U.S. history teacher? Yeah. What are you seeing? What the heck? It's a... It's... It seems like a big deal. But it's like Mr. Edwards is trying to tell me something. Like a sentence? Yeah. I don't know if it's a place or like an idea. It's it's about maybe it's an idea. It's about JFK. What is going on here? Okay. Do you have an idea? What it is? Yeah. Okay. It's it's what John it's what the F and John F. Kennedy really stands for. Which is? He didn't say that much yet. Hold on. Okay. What the do you what remember? the F and John F. Kennedy stands for? Yeah. What does that say, Ryan? 
No way. What was in the envelope? It says what's on page 47. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Oh my god. Braxton just left the room. <laughs> oh <laughs> What the heck, man? What if that's it? What if that's it? What if that's the plot of Natrez Trace? I closed my eyes and I just saw Mr. Edwards like speaking to me from the grassy knoll. <laughs> what the F is for? Crazy. JFK. <laughs> <laughs> what it really stands for. It could be like Simple. It could be inappropriate. Wow. We would never know unless we checked. Braxton literally left. I don't know if he's coming back either. Can you hook my phone up? I'm getting a call. What? Yeah. Hold on just a second. Uh, Hold on just a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Where's your settings, Christian? Did your phone just die? No. Oh, it's because your hand's up there. Okay. Settings. Bluetooth. Roadcaster Pro. Uh, Nick? Hello? Oh, my gosh. Hello? Nick? Is this... The Question at Hand podcast? It is. Whoa. We just got a call from Nick Cage. What is going on? I heard through my crystal system of surveillance that you have just solved what's on page 47. Is this true? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) What was the answer given to you? What the F and John F. Kennedy really stands for. Oh. My God. All right. I can't explain now. But I have to steal something or kidnap someone or something. Goodbye. Wow. Wow. I really hate that Braxton missed that. I know, man. What the heck? That was so mysterious from Nick Cage. Yeah. Man, he didn't even ask for his music. Should we play it? Just Normally he wants his music. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Huh. Okay, you missed something crazy. Dude, you missed it. Nick Cage called us. What? Yeah, I, he I wanted, just went to go pee. He wanted to know what what uh he said we we cracked the code. We we found the secret on that's on page 47. How did he know? I don't know, man. That's just bizarre. I know. How would he, is he listening to the... I, dude, it's Nick Cage. He knows all. How did he have my number? Yeah, how is his name in your phone? I really don't know. I guess it's those crystals. It popped up with Nicolas Cage, and Christian was like, dude, can you like connect this to the board right now? <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh, yeah. And then we had some trouble with it. And and then we talked to him. This remote viewing stuff is no joke. It can be dangerous. Dude, I think he's remote viewing our podcast. You see? (laughs) That's what it is. He must be. He has to be. But what was weird is that he didn't even ask for his music. 
Yeah, that's true. Like, normally, you know, he wants this. This is what he's Sir, waiting for. Sir, there is no National Treasure 3. <laughs> That's what you think there will be. But he didn't want it today. The script is on the back of the Declaration of Independence. I don't understand why. <laughs> it sounded like he was in a hurry. It kind of did, yeah. Let's have a look at that. That's what he was thinking. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. What does the F stand for? I don't know. I really have no idea. Maybe we'll find out in the next update. <laughs> the I lines seem to be blurring I between reality and the movies. Hello, this is Ryan Travis coming to you with our Natres Trace update. I don't know what just happened, but it seems Nick Cage called us with important information. I don't know where this is going. Because... I'm not Nick Cage. I'm not here to give the National Treasure 3 update. The Natres Trace update. I'm not in an underground secret bunker. I'm just sitting at our studio table. Our nice new studio table. And I, man, you know, it's been it. It's been a couple weeks since uh, we've heard from old Nick. I, I think. I don't know. No, it's been a couple since he was here. That's what it is. Yeah. Man, and the people haven't heard those yet because they're not out. This one will go out before those. So you guys are in for uh, some fun Natres Trace treats, but I really don't understand what happened. Like, he was here, and then he left and was in an underground bunker. And then he calls us this week with a mysterious... Well, it's almost like we summoned him. I'm, like a ghost. I guess, but he called he us. He knew what we were talking about. He called us. I don't know, man. That's the it's wildest wild. That's the wildest one yet, for sure. Holy cow. I don't even know what to... All right, how about we actually remove you? I don't know what to even say about this. I'm, my mind is blown. We now have an idea about what's on page 47. Okay. The real remote viewing begins. Okay. These are locations that I got from an internet website that provides you a random worldwide location. GeoGuessr? Hmm? GeoGuessr? Uh, no, it's it's something for remote viewing specifically. Oh. I like GeoGuessr. But Who's the guy that we watch about GeoGuessr? I don't know, but he's good. Yeah, he's insane. Mm. He can guess like he does one where he literally doesn't look around. Like it just shows him some random Google Maps image and he's like not it's allowed to move anywhere. He's not even allowed to like rotate the camera. He just has this one. It's like basically a picture and he has to yeah. tell, figure out where it is and he'll guess within like 10 miles of it sometimes. That's insane. And I'm like, what? So these places, they do have a name. But the name isn't necessarily important. As you know, with remote viewing, it's more important to tell what you're feeling, what sensory things you're getting, yeah, and then those can possibly lead to, to a more direct answer, but it's okay if they don't, because mm -hmm. we're still going to be able to check and see if some of your thoughts were right. Yeah. So, here's your envelope. Here's your envelope. Ryan and Christian both have their envelopes. They're holding them. 
Don't open them, obviously. <laughs> I'm not going to open it. I'm not dumb. Is it possible to turn the lights out? Yes. If the lights are now out, uh -oh. they're beginning to sense what's in these envelopes. And feel free to be quiet for a minute, but if something comes to you, just say it out loud as it comes. Okay. My first clue is like drastic changes in height and I'm not sure if I'm interpreting this as a city or a monument it's like water and flatness and then all of a sudden it's elevated so I'm not sure if this is like a portion of a town and then there are skyscrapers or if it's like flat water and then all of a sudden there's a statue of liberty or if this is like a chain of islands where as soon as you go back from the beach it's mountainous or like like um east obviously east but it's it's like coastal brazil would have that elevation change but i'm i'm seeing low and then high like a landmark of some sort no no okay it, it's 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 a location that has physical features that should be yeah you know so the what i'm getting is uh i don't know like my forehead started like tingling almost almost like i should squint my eyes sorry so it it, it feels like it should be somewhere really bright maybe around like the equator i'm not entirely sure um i was mm. getting either like central america or africa which those are two very distant places but it seemed like it was really bright but it was almost like i was on a boat somewhere because it was really it was like bright of like a reflection and I almost felt like I was getting sunburned off of something. So it was either like water or it was some sort of like ice or something. That's what I got. Yeah. That was really weird. I got a really heavy clue. I'm still feeling like the high. Some sort of elevation thing. thingy? High, low, high, low. Okay. It's almost like I'm in the low part and there are either skyscrapers around me or I'm looking down a coast of some sort or at something around water maybe where there's a, a big elevation change either there's a, a large like cliff or mountains near water or if it's like a statue no more details uh, I got all my no more senses uh, no you ready to turn the lights back on um, I also feel the color yellow Okay. And the feeling of moving forward slowly. So this is either, is not obviously, but it, it feels like a place where lots of people would be walking or traveling to, where it's, it's, it's like a destination people are funneling to. Because I get this feeling that you should constantly be moving forward, but it's like a gentle... Yeah, well, I keep saying waters because it almost feels like boat. Okay. 
but still the height change thing. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So oh, do you want to make any specific guesses or are you just going to go kind of with your – compare against your basic senses? I don't right? know that I have a specific guess. I mean, it was kind of That's like, fine if you don't. It was kind of like I got like this weird feeling of like being in what I described. But I don't know. Like I said, it could be Africa or it could be like Central America is kind of what I was feeling. It also could be um, maybe like the Philippines or something like that mm-hmm. where it's still like roughly around the equator in a sense, okay. I guess. Um, now, y'all did not look in these envelopes, correct, while I was gone? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Uh, I want uh, I want Ryan to open up his first. Okay. What is it? Havasu Falls, Grand Canyon, Utah. All right. So I was a little off on my... Open yours? I was a little off of where I... If I had to make a I guess, I, I would say... Which I don't think this is it, but I was picturing either a town where it's high and then low, or somewhere in Brazil, like the the Christ the Redeemer statue. Judging by this picture, though, I was pretty spot on with how I was feeling. Oh wow! But here's what I think: I think y'all remote viewed each other's envelopes. Glacier cave, a glacier cave in Iceland. That's what Christian had. Now you said blinding light. It's it's possible for. In the snow, in a place like Iceland, when the sun shines on the ice, the light is blinding. And you also said something about ice. Christian said something about elevation. That's a giant waterfall in the Grand Canyon where there's a certain level and then it goes up really far. And a constant flow forward of the water. Maybe that's what I was seeing. Maybe y'all saw each other's... Uh, wow, man. This was not rigged. This is what y'all actually felt, right? Yeah, I mean that color is like the color that I saw on that glacier cave picture. It was like a really, it was like a this mi- color. Yeah, it was like a like an ocean water blue to almost like an icy color. Oh yeah, you did say that. Which this picture is also kind of that way too, right? right? Because of the, the waterfall. Water. So, I this was an interesting one. I don't like this. I feel like the FBI or somebody's gonna come <laughs> snatch me. <laughs> And be like, hey, y'all didn't look at this, right? You're okay at remote viewing. You should do it for it. Next time, though, when I trade the ping pong balls, <laughs> I think I can get it. Okay, that's not they are they aren't related. No one claimed that they're connected, but okay. <laughs> but y'all did not no. look at these no, because when Christian was like, I see elevation, where I was like, oh, he's talking about the waterfall. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. And when you were like talking about that stuff, I was like, oh, he's talking about the ice. But y'all had the opposite. Yeah, envelopes. And I think the same thing happened last time, right? Something you guys similar. Basically yeah. described each other. I, I it was weird because like I when I first like touched that envelope, it was like a cold feeling went up my arm. But then I was like, that doesn't make any sense because it's really bright and feels like it should be hot mm-hmm. based on like the amount of sunlight. Yeah. Yeah, you were describing everything in mine. Yeah. Or I, I mean, yeah. yeah. Vice versa. Yes. Wow. Does that prove it? Yep. Like this. Case closed. <laughs> I feel like we should do this again. No, another we, did, we did do it every episode. That should just and, be and a the person, We just switch it up with who is the prompter and who are the two doing it. Oh my gosh. 
But then we'd be like a remote viewing podcast. <laughs> and it would, we would never... But the whole idea is we do would segments. Never, I understand, but we would never talk about anything original because we would have we would be a remote viewing segment, a Natrez Trace segment, a conspiracy segment, and we'd do all these segments every episode, and every episode yeah. would be relatively the same. Could just be like, but that's the genius of it. Yeah. It could we never like, have to come up with anything. <laughs> no. Partially illegal CIA testing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And gosh. we just reattempt these CIA tests. <laughs> I kind of want to do another one like right now. Another remote viewing? Yeah. We could do it. Pull something up on your phone. I, I, I have the website on my phone. And then we'll hold your phone. Or we won't. I don't even know that I need to hold it. Yeah, you don't necessarily need to hold it. That okay. Was really I weird. just saw, besides the, the Shrek Motomoto thing, I just saw Shrek like as a. It's the opposite. Oh my god. <laughs> Shrek said on Motomoto's body. <laughs> That's even worse than the Motomoto Shrek. Okay, all right. Do you want to do a place again? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Or, okay. There's also drawings. Very simple drawings. Like a drawing of a cup, for example. You want to try that? I guess. Sure. Or famous people. Uh, there are too many. <laughs> maybe maybe go to place because... Place the, is pretty easy. Those are the most descriptive. Wait, did you pull up somebody on your people? Famous people? No. Are you sure? But, no, but you want me to click it and see what it is? Yeah. Kevin Hart. It's probably not Kevin Hart. Oh my God, though. It's Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> who me and Christian were talking about earlier today tons of times because there's a man on the Cameo app who impersonates Mahatma Gandhi and wishes people happy birthday. Oh my gosh. It's all connected. The FBI is about to bust down this door. Do it again. It's going to be Kevin Hart this next time. It's not going to be Kevin Hart. Close. Who is it now? Oh. God. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm just kidding. It's Why? not close. It, it just ain't off That's as far off as you could get. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. No more people. Okay. Okay. Places. Who wants to go first? Or do y'all both want to go at the same time? Because I can pick two places at once, actually. Okay. All right. So I'm picking the first place. This is place 34264T. I'll say that's Ryan's. That supposed to help me? No. It's not a code. It's just an ID. But that's yours. All right. And Christian is place 96451N. Don't touch the phone. <laughs> huh. All right. I touched the phone to their heads. That means it's working. Any feelings? Uh, yes, I feel like I'm in Hawaii. I feel, uh, yeah, I feel very like either European or like Eurasian, or like the like, Bahamas. I feel like I'm on an island, lots of sand. Okay. Mm. I feel somewhere in in Europe or Asia. I think it's somewhere in the middle, or closer to the middle. Maybe if I were to go, if I were to just pick somewhere random, probably Belarus. I don't know where I'm at. I'm on an island, and it's. It has some like weird bird that I've never seen before. Wait, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> the flag has three colors. Every flag in the world. No, not some of them. Some of them have okay. like two. But it has three colors of equal parts. Every flag in the world. 
It's what? it's no. Okay, what are you saying? What flag are you saying? That's all I got. It might be Armenia. Okay. But it also might be Greece. Uh, okay. All right. Nope. It's not Greece. <laughs> Hold I'm, on. I'm going to do Ryan's. I'm going to do Ryan's. Okay. Where <laughs> am I? Okay. Where is that? Socotra Island, Yemen. It's in the Middle East, but it's an island. Is there sand? Let's look at the Does images. Does it have a bird? It has a freaky tree. That wasn't what I saw. That was really weird. I don't like this game anymore. I'm looking for a bird. <laughs> I'm going to get abducted tonight. Maybe Italy. What the heck is that? You did say island. Yeah. All right. You ready to see yours? Yeah, it might be... <sighs> Are you ready? It might be closer to Asia. Just give it yep. a Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what I was saying, dude. No, it's not. The tulip fields in the Netherlands, which are the famous giant fields of flowers with windmills and stuff. With three colors. How many colors are on okay, the Dutch flag? I could maybe argue that the flag was the flower pattern. What What is New Zealand, or New Zealand, what does the Netherlands flag look like? Red, white, blue. I thought it was orange, white, and blue. Mm -mm. They have orange oh, yeah. jerseys for some reason, but oh, maybe that's orange, but it seems like a red. Yeah. It's red. It's harder so to get it from the phone. Wasn't, uh, yeah. See, this time I think you are focused on too much like the the place part. But he tapped you, me and I got island. Exactly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think it needs to be more on like the feelings because that way you have more of a chance of being right. I don't like trying to guess where it is. I just like to be able to be like, yeah, I see an island. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff is kind of how it's supposed to be. I also think we need, yeah, I think we're trying to conjure things and I think we need to be just focused for a long time. I guess, and, but and almost like not to force make this thing take an hour and a half by itself. Force yeah. ourselves. We can edit the second one out. Yeah. But no, it, it don't matter. Like force ourselves to make a dream up in our mind and see where that takes us. Rather than just on the spot. This is where I think this place is. I guess. So is it real? Debatable. Yeah. I say yeah. Uncertain. You say yeah? All right, there, I'm gonna have y'all both guess. This I say one that moment. I'm like scary good at it, and I don't like. That. <laughs> you can. <laughs> all right. Are you gonna tap me? This one. Y'all are both gonna do this. It's just it's a picture. Okay. It could be of anything. Mm -hmm. All right. It's just like a random object. It, it's an object, but it's it's like a drawing, so it can kind of be anything. It's not like super abstract. It's something. But it's like, you know, something that any artist or sketch person would could make. Mm-hmm. So it's... What'd you get? Round on the top. 
Long and Dana on the bottom. It's like an umbrella or something. I got banana. Banana? Mm, It might be a banana, dude. But then I also got like a cat or something. Like Tom and Jerry. Mm. But I was thinking banana was like the first thing that I got. Mm. Did you get like violent vibes? A little bit. With like the cat deal. Not really though. (laughs) I got banana. (laughs) Is it a banana? Is it a coconut? Maybe a box. A box of what? Or like something Bananas. something square and more. I got curved. It could be like an umbrella. Like you were thinking at first. Mm, maybe. But I still think banana. There's <laughs> there's curve to it, yeah. Right. Are we ready to reveal? Yeah. All right. That's what I saw. A golf ball with a face on it. Okay. Then why didn't you say <laughs> you saw a golf ball with a face on it? <laughs> okay, now that I know how detailed they are, now I feel stupid because I was like, it's going to be... I got like a loosely drawn sketch of a banana. Yeah, you didn't tap us the right way. Okay, well, this was the... <laughs> you didn't tap us the right <laughs> well, way. Well, let me show you. This was, the f- <laughs> this was the first picture, and I didn't show that to y'all. <laughs> oh it's some creature thing with stars and like... <laughs> oh. oh, it was a dragon, not a cat. Turn it off. You did get But see, this vibes. is also one here, too. It's just a silhouette of a bird mm, on a branch. That's the bird on the island, I one saw. One more. One more. Hit us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep the phone on our forehead, though, so it has time to, like, seep through the skin. <laughs> I really don't think that that matters. It doesn't. It's, it's, a, it's like... It's I, like a... Uh, I am taking in the picture through... Like you're downloading it from yeah. the phone. Yeah. It's called Osmosis. Oh, yeah. Um, Osmosis Jones. Golly, I'm getting like cable installation guy vibes. I got like a caveman club. Hmm. I did not get cable guy installation vibes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, oh my gosh. Electricity. That's what I'm thinking of. Electricity, wires maybe, lightning strike. All right, I'm going to show it to y'all because we're way off. We're not even close. I can guarantee it's a picture of Braxton. Yep, that's Braxton. What do you, what could you possibly say, Christian? Does he not look like he couldn't stalk cable one day. <laughs> like he's on that. Okay. It's trajectory. a dude who like Oh my gosh. It looks kind of like the drawing of like Kilroy where you just see the eyes and the hands of a man. Mm. Good lord. All right, any more famous people? <sighs> yes. All right. I got him. Kyle Massey. Just kidding. Is it but. like historical figures? It, it could be anybody. Because I tested it out. There's a lot of historical figures, but there's also kind of a... It's, it's any kind of well-known person. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm getting a musician. I am too. What era? What, what genre? If we combine. I don't know. Like an old school, like pop, I guess. Okay. 
Okay. Also, maybe Nick Jonas. <laughs> maybe. The first name that popped up in my mind, and I've never listened to him before in my life, which Braxton's probably going to be offended by this, but... Most likely. Bruce Springsteen. That's the name that popped up in my mind. Okay. Who is it? Lyndon B. Johnson. Oh, my gosh. He was a musician, right? I was actually <laughs> looking on Wikipedia about that as y'all were waiting. Um, Dude. Hold on. I was going to say Gerald Ford on the last one when it was Hitler. What? So I was way off, but I had a president in mind earlier. So it counts for I think something. it says somewhere in this article, because you know how like in Google it'll pop up something like a part of the article and then when you click on know. it, I think it said something like... I got a musician because I saw a guitar. That's it. Mm-hmm. Or like a bass, some sort of guitar. No, I don't, I don't think he was a musician. Or a banjo. Lyndon B. Jamming. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for our Do Your episode. I don't know that we have anything else to talk about here. Um, Nor do we have much more to remote view. Mm -hmm. Maybe we have like 70% success rate. I don't think so. I think it's more like 5%. Okay. We'll do it again. Uh, Yeah. This is not over. And it's also now that we have that thing that pulls them up, Mm. it's so easy to do. I guess, yeah. So we don't have to look for anything. Okay. Well, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you would like to congratulate us on two years of podcasting, uh, feel free to do so at on our socials at question at hand on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are r slash question at hand pod on Reddit. And uh, I think that's about it. You can find all those at the question at hand.com. Um, subscribe on our podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, wherever you choose to listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, I'm also curious to, as to where everybody listens. Uh, I had some people ask me the other day if we were on YouTube, and we are not, sadly. But that may happen in the future. So, hope you guys have a great week, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. <laughs>